All right, guys, big episode of the Northeast Podcast. The Timberwolves make a big move to their front office. The Twins struggle with COVID in the NBA Finals. The Champions League Final all happened. Here we go. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Doing well, man. Oh, I'm good. How are you? I am great. It's been busy, um, but we're at a great time of the year. End of the school year and end of the lacrosse season, so I'm having fun. Dude, your schedule about to bust wide open. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be pod homework all day, every day. I need. I have a lot of shows and movies that I really need to watch. So you do. I need to like get myself caught up on things right now. So we will we will curate a list just like for that. you, Eric. I think I'm gonna have to watch Barry. I'm, I've been reluctant, but I shouldn't be. So oh, we'll get good. into that. That's more of our screencast. So go check that out. We had a great screencast this week. We covered Stranger Things, Obi Wan. We went back in our rewatch and watched the the not so amazing Spider Man Two. Um, I don't know. It was a great episode. So go back and check that out. Lots of news and uh, some hot takes on some hot shows. So check that out. Uh, also, uh, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordeast Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. And get the Nordeast Podcast directly to your phone, your device, each and every week for free. Sweet. Thank you. All right, guys. What are you drinking? I had Foamer's Lime earlier, and now I'm drinking into it Modest's Lime beer that's like the same beer. And... Um... So you got to go ahead and give, I mean, probably both great, but which do you prefer? Foamers. The foamers? Plus, yeah, I can tell you why. choice because you can get a tell you pack why. of the foamers. Uh-huh. I'll tell you why foamers live is better. It's a lot more subtle. I feel like modest into it, lime beer was a little too lime heavy, a little too tart, like a little too beyond it. Like Eric talked mm-hmm. about the chips, the hint of lime. It's supposed to be a hint. <laughs> Not limeade mixed with beer. I like them mm-hmm. both. I, I'm saying uh, foamers because I feel like I could drink like 600 of them. Well, let's you do that because you already said you guarantee you're drinking 500 this summer. I, I so, guarantee sure five. I, so let's get I'm to pretty, six. I'm pretty sure I can drink seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the parameters of this bet off air, and we'll come back <laughs> next week. With Eric's proposal for how many beers of Crank and Foamer's lime he's going to consume this summer. And if he doesn't, what he owes to the people of the podcast. Yeah. Yep. If he fails. Why don't the people like put something out there and like I'll consider it. Okay. Give us your proposal for me drinking too many Crank and Foamer's lime. <laughs> Eric, 500. Eric, we'll set the bar at 500. Eric shows up to... Eric shows up to school in September at like three fifty. <laughs> like, 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 what happened, Mister Burton? Like kids, oh, the dude, important thing is I had seven hundred. I had seven hundred crank and foamers. Drink. You have no idea what kind of toll this took on my body. Summer is shorter than you think. <laughs> oh shit! I had three right. on the way here. Jesus, I'm Christ. drinking. I'm drinking a, a pretty weird beer. It's Black Sack and Lift Bridge together. One very good brewery, one mid brewery. Let's be oh, honest. Oh, oh, oh! I know which one it is. What? FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't even know why this exists. And FarmersOnly.com is a real website, right? Oh, it's you think a real it was page? like done in collaboration with them or what? No clue. 
I don't really know, but the beer is actually pretty bad. It's a funky, they call it a funky fodder aged farmhouse adjacent ale, which I think they just like named it some silly long thing. So people knew to expect something weird. Um, and it is weird and it's not very good. Uh, I'm going to obviously drink it cause I don't waste beer around here, but, um, just everybody go ahead and skip farmersonly.com, which maybe just looking at it, you should have known that's instinctively to skip it. So that's I on do. me. For a multitude of reasons, when it said farmersonly.com, I was like, I don't care how good this is. Far- I'll tell you I what, farmers know. are going to fucking hate this beer <laughs> more than I do. So go ahead. They they want the crank and foamers lime more than they want. The <laughs> they do. Only we beer. all want that. Um, I've, Dude, again, a non-shout out to our local area uh, beers. Jim's drinking a shitty Federaged whatever. Um, Eric's drinking two lime beers in a row. Uh, that's mm-hmm. where we're at right now in Minnesota. Not great. So I, I ventured slightly outside of the comfort zone. Um, I'm at Three Floyds in Indiana. Okay. This is their Barbarian Haze IPA. And I got to say, very similar to the Cosmic Lounge from Bent Paddle. Okay. It's kind of right right in that or cosmic something, whatever it is. Um, it's right in that lounge wizard, slug fest, cosmic whatever beer range of like $9.99 for a six pack and super drinkable, super crushable, low ABV. I like this beer a lot. It's very good. Nice. All right. We need more of those. We I don't need any more triple IPAs. I'm all I'm all set on those. It's summertime. Time for the lime. 500. All right, guys. Here we go. Uh, first up, Tim Connolly is uh, signed away from the Denver Nuggets to be the new president of basketball operations for the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is like an aggressive move. Um, it seems like they actually had a plan and they were actually trying to have a top person in this job and not just anybody. Um, so I I don't know enough about Tim Connolly to have a serious opinion, but the fact that they like went out and actually did something and like executed a plan has me feeling great about the new regime here in minnesota is uh, honest question is the country club closed did they shut down did they they shut shut down down saunders avenue like there's no more like that's it the glenn taylor era is officially over we've hired outside of the country club build flip a statue as he should get eventually give him a statue but we don't need to hire everybody that he ever knew or like the kids of the people that he was friends with. The, the flip coaching tree is not quite the Sean McVay coaching tree <laughs> that everyone here thinks that it is. Exactly. Yeah. So this is like just best available, not even available, like just went and stole this dude from a very successful franchise. Like, I mean, Nuggets has maybe underperformed a little bit, but like I looked at a list of the draft picks he's been responsible for. The dude is hitting. He's been good. He's been really good. So I'm excited. And he's now one of like the most highly paid executives in the league. So good job. I'm sure that um, Glenn Taylor had nothing to do with this. And A-Rod had almost everything. And Mark Laurie had everything to do with it. So, yeah, I'm really excited. They're clearly – it's cool to pay execs a lot, right? Because that doesn't come out of my budget. Which no, isn't a thing. Or the, or the salary <laughs> cap or any of that. Yeah. The way you know that I mean? good franchises get ahead is that they hire, you can only spend so much on players in sports. Yeah. But you can spend whatever you want. And every time we overpay a player, fans are like, oh, that that's, you know, that hurts. You shouldn't have done that. It's like, 
okay, it's not your money, number one. It's not hurting your pocketbook. But this is a place where, dude, go ahead, splurge, man. Shows their commitment to the team. This is where this seems like they're going to be like willing to tread in the luxury tax. I don't even know. Like they're spending and spending. It's awesome. It is nice. Finally, so we are very pleased with this. Um, Great stuff. Really happy about it. All right. So then the next question would be: Is Chris Finch the coach in the next two years for the Timberwolves? For sure, the next year. If they don't, if they have a step back, the next two years after after two years, is Chris Finch still the coach? That's my question. So hard to say. If I had a gun to my head, I'd say no. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. If I had a gun to my head, my head, I'd say yes. I think that we, with the new GM and the new just the new regime in general, I think that Finch can once again improve upon last year. And maybe we win a series this year, right? If we do, then he should see the coach. They, they got, so. As okay. soon as he figures out he's got timeouts that he can call in the middle of a playoff game. Well, then... yeah, he can get a little better with game management. This is his. This was his first year as a head coach, you guys. And he fucking took our team from bottom of the barrel to no, like a, a nice winning record, like a, a fucking – we could have done a little bit better with our seeding. I mean, we – but there's a lot of good teams in the West this year, so – I don't know. We'll however, however I, I do think that within, I think that he will be our coach for two years plus. I take the over on on one and a half. You guys are taking the under. I think I'm taking the under. I think, I think by the end of the 2024 season, Chris Finch will no longer be the coach of the Timberwolves. Hmm. How about this? This is why I don't. If I had to guess, I would guess no. Um, there are 30 teams in the NBA, right? Yes. 20 of the teams have hired a new coach within the last two years. Really? Yeah. And wow. if you went out to four years, that would make it 25 of the teams have had a new coach in the last four years. The only coaches that have been in their spot longer than that, Michael Popovich, Malone Kerr. with the Nuggets, has been there since 2015, Snyder with the Jazz since 2014, Kerr with the Warriors since 14, Spolstra with the Heat since 2008, and Popovich... With yeah. the Spurs since 1996. <laughs> oh, <wow>. And <laughs> so, he's like, we're starting to wonder about old Pop at this point in his career. I mean, yeah. They're so it's not that I think that, like, he's a bad coach, but one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams in the NBA have hired a new coach in the last 12 months, a third of the league. So it is such a reactionary league. So I, I guess I would it's say like that. the Premier League. I, I kind of like that about it. You know, they say that if you don't, if a coach comes in and doesn't win a championship in the first two years, they're unlikely to win it in the next 10 years. Yeah. Right. So like, it kind of makes sense to keep getting new blood in, get new energy and see if you can capture lightning in a bottle. It would be a good thing if we have him in two years. I'll, it means uh, that we had good success last year. Or next I'll, uh, year. Co- Coach Bud from the, from the Bucks. There you go. Fits right into that. All right. Uh, in sad news, Jeff Gladney, the former first-round pick from the Minnesota Vikings, passed away um, in a car accident in the middle of the night. So we don't have much info on it. Just Jeff Gladney has had a hard time since coming to the league. He's made some bad decisions. He's had some things go against him. And he was hopefully getting back on track. He got his case dropped in court. That got him cut from the Vikings. And he was signed by the Cardinals. But his life ends too soon at just 25 years old. So quite can, a bar. Can I, can I go ahead and say it? Yeah. 
was the player Eric was more excited about than Justin Jefferson. After yeah, that I wasn't excited about Gladney either. Well, yeah, you, you weren't excited about Justin Jefferson because you had the same thighs as him, apparently, or legs. <laughs> I was, I was there so was a, there's a big thigh, thigh <laughs> comparison controversy. Yeah, I was, it was, uh, it was very, so funny. I just I saw somebody very, rank Justin Jefferson number two receiver coming into this next year, which is really cool. So he should be. He's, he's, as, yeah. he might be number one. He's as good as it gets. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. But so, RIP to Gladney. That sucks. Troubled man. Um, damn. Make good decisions, people. We don't know what well, happened, and, but it just and didn't me. even get a didn't even get a chance to like right the wrongs. Yeah. Right? Like even if whatever happened, the Vikings had to cut him in this day and age. There's no op, there. There was no way he was going to remain on the Vikings, given right. the nature of the stories that came out, and it seemed like he had gotten it. You know either thrown out or even if it's on a technicality or whatever, and that he had signed with, he the had Cardinals. a chance he had signed with the Cardinals, I think. And like yeah. might've, might've had a chance to kind of reverse things. And it's very sad. So RIP to Jeff. Yep. All right. Um, next up Chelsea Ryan's club. Uh, is yeah. having some, some pressure put on them with their owner, Roman Abramovich being closely tied with Vladimir Putin. They pretty much forced the guy out of the club and they sell for $3.2 billion, which makes it the most expensive sale of a sports team ever. Oh, that's, that's surprising. Crazy. Um, Shows you, though, like how how these teams don't get sold anymore. Right. Um, in any if form, you want one, a top flight team, you better fucking be ready. It's really, really hard to get teams. 250 different groups approached um, Chelsea trying to buy them. And everyone wants to buy a sports team, but nobody can really get them. And well, especially is... I think I think one of the caveats that was put on Chelsea by the, which also let's take a moment to think about the fact that any government in the world can just all of a sudden be like, hey, by the way, your asset, we're going to hold it for you because mm-hmm. we don't like what you're doing. It seems a little troubling. But outside of that, I think that one of the things they were pushing for was there's no debt. Like you couldn't have any debt to buy Chelsea. It was going to have to be like cash or assets on hand. And Todd Bailey's group uh, was one of the only ones who's the owner of the Dodgers um, was one of the only ones that had um, significant enough funds to be able it's to an do un- that. It's American owned team now. Welcome to the club, Brian. Welcome, yeah, welcome well, baby. Join us. Join us. I think Clear Lake, Clear Lake Capital, who's like a majority investor, is not from the U.S. So we might not be an American-owned team. Um, but your owner, also, the main guy of the ownership group, is an American guy. Welcome to the American ownership. Yeah. Welcome Todd, to the American Bailey. Todd Bailey's Todd Bailey's already been to more Chelsea games than Stan Cranky's been to Arsenal games in five seasons. So, well, we Stan's don't know that. do really well in America. He doesn't have time for England. <laughs> he just won a Super Bowl and he might win a Stanley Cup. No, and I think Jesus. I'm glad. I know. I know. Arsenal fans were secretly hoping that uh, the sale was going to be delayed long enough that when Champions League selection time came around, Chelsea would have been removed and Arsenal would have slid into the fourth no, spot. No, I just didn't want you guys to get one of those uh, owners like Newcastle just got, which where they're like M- um, Mohammed oh. bin Salah is the. Dude, Solomon. 
Solomon, we don't, we don't uh, yeah. Now we can finally, thank goodness. I, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought this up. Chelsea fans can again, once again, be like, oil money is ruining the sport. And yes. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> hating sketchy ownership groups. It, it's yeah. going to feel way better. You're going to be happy with this. I'm back in. I'm back in yeah. on that. Yeah. Good. Well, good for you, man. Congrats. It must be sort of like a weight off your shoulders of like, all right, we can focus on football again. The de- I the, also like the, it because the downside... I to the Premier oh. League, to Chelsea, to Chelsea fans, to whoever who literally said, hey, we don't care if you are oppressive to your own people, but if you start a war in a country that's mostly white people, you will lose your team. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You could kill your own citizens and journalists at nauseum. Yeah. Yes, right. We don't care about that. But Christ Almighty, if you're like tangentially related to Vladimir Putin, hey, we're gonna no, seize, I'm, we're going to seize I'm, all of your assets in our country. Yeah. I'm against abroad. I'm against Abramovich, and I'm against Newcastle City. Any of that? That's we don't need that. And if you're in a place that doesn't like allow people to be gay vote. or yeah, vote or like drive cars or have any rights, like we don't need you owning sports teams. Well, then we're going to have to take a hard look at the American owners then, too, because uh, all that shit's getting fucking put under the microscope, too. Good. Let's, all right. Let's, so let's examine. Let's move on. Uh, the Giants manager, what's his name? Gabe Kapler. Gabe Kapler, former uh, player, uh, is refusing to take the field for the national anthem in protest of uh, gun violence and inaction by politicians. Good. Bravo. This would be such a big story if this guy was black, but because he's white, people will maybe mention his right to free speech. Actually, I think it would be worse if yeah. he was black because they would be like, where is he protesting all the gun deaths in Chicago? Because lots of black people <laughs> die all the time. Yep. <laughs> no, you're, you're serious. I mean, I'm, I'm being, you're, you're being like, that's a good that's point. Like, literally that's, what yeah, they that's say. A great point. And like, oh, is that not also a problem? Sure, it's a problem. Yeah. It's all we, we, oh, good, for, two good for Gabe Kapler that he could protest kids. But what about 64 people died in Chicago over the last two months? Uh, where was he doing the, the protest for the anthem then? Wow. You're, <laughs> I don't know why you chose the Chicago accent yes. for it, but you fucking nailed it. So I like that you went to the Bears accent. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was definitely the the uh, oh, uh, Bob Schwartzky. This yeah. is my brother, like Bob. That. So I like that a lot, and I appreciate Gabe Kapler for his brave stance, yep. and I hope more people follow. Yeah, I mean, this is good. This is this should be sort of normalizing that it's not okay, and it should be like a public outcry when it's not um, currently. So good. I think this is fucking awesome. I think it actually helps that he's white, right? I mean, in a weird way, like, good, dude. Hey, get upset, everybody. I love it. And I also be. like uh, Steve Kerr just going off, being an absolute yeah. hero. I know. Steve He's Kerr's great. speech made me cry twice oh, when I watched yeah. it. Multiple. Well, he was fucking like, crying. And when people, it. hey, there's one thing that men know: when another man is crying about sports or is involved with sports and is crying about something else, you might cry too. So, Jim, we know Jimbo's two crying factors: dead kids and Derrick Rose scoring 50 points in a T Wolves jersey, <laughs> and that's the threshold, bro. <laughs> I my, cried when my, Corey Brewer scored 50 points. All right. So <laughs> you just never know. What makes me what makes me cry is 
any video that a team makes for a guy who played for their team for a long time that's now on a new team. Oh, yeah. That gets you? Oh, every time. I'm like, no. It's too emotional. That always gets you. <laughs> like, Shit. It's, like, it's like the same way if I feel when I see um, Simba's dad die. The Jack, mm. the Jack His Wilshire. His name's Mufasa, but, you know. Jack Wilshire gets you? Jack Wilshire? Nah, he's, he's just a party guy. All right, uh, J. Cole is playing in the Canadian Basketball League. Does this make you want to watch Canadian basketball? Because it doesn't no. make me want to watch Canadian basketball or listen to J. Cole. What, you, what? What's wrong with J. Cole? He's amazing. He's one of the greatest rappers alive. Huh? Yeah, you think no he's features. boring? Eh, no features. <laughs> Dude, he doesn't need features. J. Cole is so good at rapping. Hold on. He's doing side missions. Bro. Is this a sports cast or a rap cast? He's playing basketball, so it's a sports cast item. And we don't have a music cast, so I got to fit my J. Cole in. So, dude, J. Cole's fantastic. He's so fucking good. And he's apparently, I mean, he did go down. He like, where did he go to play basketball last time? It was in Europe, wasn't it? Or was it in Africa? Africa. He played in Africa for a little bit, kind of got worked. Um, and now he's in Canada, and he'll probably get worked there as well. I do kind of wonder, like. Because they're all white in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Well, now he's got a chance. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I do think that um, it's it's fun to see him just fucking do everything well. Like, he's more talented at, like, seven different things than I am at any one thing. It's pretty crazy. All right, quick question, Jim. Pusha T, J. Cole. Who? Pusha T or J. Cole? Probably J. Cole. Probably J. Cole. Pusha T is just a fucking banger rapper, but all he raps about is, like, he does, like, Scarface rap. You, But you just said... In our group chats, like a couple weeks ago, like this is one yeah. of your favorite rap albums ever. Now you're picking J. Cole. Come on, yeah, I am. I J. Cole's a better rapper. He's a better lyricist. I'm telling you. But Pusha T is an all timer. They can both be great. They can both. But yeah, right. J. Enough. Cole. He guy can ball. Just he he's never making the NBA. We'll say that. And we're officially moving on after this comment. But they're both much better than Lil Wayne. All right. So okay. Mariucci is getting a remodel. Uh, finally, after letting our program completely crumble from being one of the most proud franchises in uh, college sports to being a team who hasn't won the title in 20 years, even when smaller Minnesota schools have won multiple titles, um, they're getting rid of their stupid Olympic-sized sheet of ice, which was would be like playing your home games on a 120-yard football field. But then <laughs> everywhere else in the world, you have to play on 100 yards. This was so dumb. And it made it so they would get guys who would be really good on big sheets of ice. And then every time they go to the playoffs, uh, bigger, stronger, more experienced teams strangle us on the small rink and we lose oh, every. Oh, or also uh, maybe the future NHL players are like, that's not what I want to play on in two seasons. So why the mm. fuck would I want to play there? Because that shit's ridiculous. That's actually a uh, great point. I never even thought about that, right? Like, why would you want to go get try to get used to something else for two years only well and i'm not talking about like your average every day like never gonna play in the nhl guy i'm talking mm -hmm. about the guys that are looking at north dakota state mm -hmm. boston you know uh michigan that have like normal sized sheets of ice and be like well i'm gonna play on that in the nhl anyway why would i want to play on an olympic fucking sheet of ice yeah. other than the fact that it's minnesota <laughs> which is again the most favorite minnesota thing to do is like play on nostalgia and be like, but it's Mariucci yeah. Arena. 
And like Eric's like, yeah. well, do you want to play roof tile bingo? And like maybe something will fall on your head and you could win a five hundred thousand dollar lawsuit uh, <laughs> at our old ass fucking arena. So yeah, it, it does make you know. There's a theme here. We had to be different, didn't we? We had to have a fucking metrodome that we have a to ball raise could disappear floor, of the ceiling. The yeah, raised raise floor at Williams Arena, yep. where people literally fucking fall off it and break their <laughs> legs because it's raised and they forget that. And then yeah, so we got to be different. I'm Dude, glad. So I mean, this our, is we're good, shooting right? ourselves in the foot here. This is all on us. Yeah. And it's annoying. It is. We want to be special. We want to keep these traditions alive, but it's time to modernize because we're no longer competing with modern schools. I think that the the barn is significantly worse than the large rink Mariucci. Oh, yeah. The barn, the barn is absolutely. a joke. No, I mean, other than the players that play inside of it, yes. I think just the, at, just the atmosphere in general is poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on, guys. Uh, time to talk about the Minnesota Twins who have been off to a great start, lead their division, but have had a rough couple days here where they've started to fall apart a little bit. Byron Buxton can't get healthy, and when he has been in the lineup, he can't hit the damn ball right now. Um, They're struggling with COVID with multiple pitchers. They are about to go to Toronto, who's a tough team, uh, and they're going to have, sounds like, five players who won't be able to play because they're not vaccinated. Carlos Correa, our big signing, uh, just tested positive for COVID today. And uh, Royce Lewis, they called back up from the minors to play in position for Byron Buxton, who can't stay healthy because he always runs into the wall. And in the first few innings, he ran into the wall and hurt himself. Yeah. You can't write that shit. <laughs> you literally can't make it up. I'll you just can't. say this, dude. Get vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm actually due for a booster, which is cool. I'm going to get that. And I've had like these multiple COVID exposures where I've been like tested and I'm, I'm fine. I haven't gotten it. Get fucking vaccinated. It helps dudes. God really does. So ridiculous from the twins. It kind of sucks that they're falling apart here, um, but the season is long and you know, they should end up being all right. Yeah. They're going to have, dude, you guys, we have to be prepared for the stretch of twins where they win like two games in 15. Yeah. And we're like, they suck. They fucking blow. What the fuck? I can't believe they were so good. That's how baseball is. It's very up and down, and we just need to be prepared for those stretches and enjoy the the stretches where we, you know, win eight of nine or whatever we've been doing. So, I mean, amazingly enough, we've scored only six runs less, six runs fewer than the New York Yankees this season. And they have a plus 71 run differential to our plus 32. So like we're right on track for yeah. like a well hitting team and our pitching is like relatively adequate. It's not horrible. It's not great, but it's not horrible. Um, which I know is right in that. God, you loved, you love to go into the playoffs thinking like our pitching is not great, but it's adequate. You know, it's like our <laughs> our goaltender is just okay going into the NHL he's playoffs. Totally you know? We're gonna be yeah. good. He's mid. Our QB I is did. is just he's okay. He's. I he heard a cool kind of a cool stat. So we started four and eight, and we were all like pooping on the team. Like here we go, another crappy whatever. But since then, we've actually had the second best record in the league under the Yankees, which have like by far and away the best record. So kind of cool like we're still hanging in there and that was i saw that stat today so that includes a couple of losses we've had recently so hey we're still in good shape 
how many innings are you at? Because I'm at like, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm at like 13 innings total for the season. And Ryan, normally, what's by this happening? Time, what's happening with baseball? I'm tired of watching this team. I don't know. It's oh. just, it's just, it's just not fun anymore. I don't know. That like that's fucked up. I'm at the same amount I was last time you asked, which was three. Zero. Oh, okay. No, I watched three. No. I don't think yeah, I've watched a bat from Carlos Correa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think like I've the, seen him hit the, the Twins' once. biggest signing ever. Uh, ever. ever. The innings I was a captive audience because I was at a bar with my family eating dinner and I had to watch it. So that was two of them. I think that maybe we're all just a little burned out after going 20 years without winning a playoff game. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if they deserve our undivided summer attention and I'm okay with that. Sometimes it's nice outside. I used to, I used to be like, Nope, twins are on. I'm going, I'm inside. I got a Coors light and you know, and I, I don't feel that way anymore. You need to prove to me why I should be watching. Not I'm going to just watch because that's what I'm supposed to do. Now you're a big Foamer's Lime outside guy. It's crazy. Yeah. We're going to try to get a Foamer's Lime sponsorship. All right. Uh, next up, guys. NBA Finals. Uh, Boston versus Golden State. Two teams that I don't really like. Yep. But I will tell you guys that the deciding factor in who I'm cheering for is Steve fucking Kerr. I'm cheering oh, for the Warriors. Really? Hell yeah, I'm cheering for the Warriors. Steve Kerr rocks. I'm a big fan of Steve Kerr. But he's had his winning. I mean, he's all he's ever done is win, win, win. Yep, and he won fucking himself. six titles as a goddamn player. No, I don't think he won six as a player. I think no, he, he won, won four in a row as a player. I think oh, that was cool though, right? Because he I think it was, he, I won, think he won, won three, three in a row. The Bulls, and then went and won one at the Spurs or something like that. Oh, maybe yeah, that's right. Anyways, whatever. He's all he's done is win. I mean, I do. I respect him, and I. I can't cheer for the Warriors. I don't also, know what I'm going to do. I'll watch greatest, these games. Steve Kerr but had we the did greatest. call it. Let's say that. Let's say that we called it weeks ago. We said it was going to be Warriors, Boston. Here we are. Steve he does Kerr, have eight rings, five as a player and three as a coach. Steve Kerr had the greatest post-parade celebration speech in the history of any sport whatsoever. I know. It was so fucking funny. Which was... When he had to bail out Michael. Let's paraphrase. And he'd be like, Phil looked at me and said, Steve... You got any ideas for this type of scenario? And he's like, I was thinking Mike and Steve's like, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Mike's really good in these situations. Maybe you should uh, drop a play for me to shoot a three, you know, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> he uh, made the three. Wasn't drawn up. He made the three. Here, here's your list of NBA titles all time. Boston has 17. The Lakers have 17. The Bulls have six. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia slash San Francisco slash Golden State Warriors have six. Spurs have five. I mean, this is two of the most winning teams, but one of them has 17 titles and the other has six. Boston yeah. has won a title in the NHL, the NBA, the NFL, and MLB in the past decade. I know the Warriors suck and I hate them, but I'm cheering for the Warriors all well, especially, day. Especially, okay, so let's let's look God at this. It, Warriors and we got Wiggins no, no, no. on there. Who, I was going to say, let's, I, I don't let's, know. I think I might be on your side here. Let's look at the Warriors team objectively. They replaced Kevin Durant with Andrew Wiggins. Okay. <laughs> and they're still going back. And they're still in the NBA Finals. So and we, means, we already picked them that they, they're going to beat Boston, right? Didn't we say that? I, we thought I'm, they were going all the way? I, I'm all in on the Clay Thompson redemption arc 
of like 900 and whatever days between NBA games. I'm happy for him. Uh, Draymond Green is like one of the most enigmatic, like Rodman, like NBA players. Can't stand him, but no, but like can impact a game like nobody else. I love Pat Bev and I hate him. It's so weird. I get it. They're the same player. Green is way better. I get that. I'm saying like he can go zero for zero from the floor and still have like a really good. Did he have like a triple double with like zero points made at some point in time? Anyway, um, and let's go Maple Jordan. Like kind of rooting yeah. for him. Don't hate him. Like, I think, I, I think I'm on I'm think I'm on team Warriors too, which is fucking crazy. But, but it's Boston, like, fuck Boston. Okay. I've always said fuck Boston. Why would I change now? Boston seems like a place where more people yell the N-word. Oh, a hundred percent they yell it more, way more often than in San Francisco. I don't like that. Doesn't sound right. First of all, um, you guys are stealing Bill Burr's joke. He's like, Boston is exactly like San Francisco. Except it's racist. He's like, you got great schools, a lot of great housing, transportation's great, and you throw in the N word, and you got Boston. Yeah, I believe um, it. I was I was stealing it from Tory Hunter's story, uh, but this is now in two podcasts, three Bill Burr references. <laughs> the Bill Burr hat trick is complete this week. But I think I made one. I think I made. I, usually, it's Ryan responsible for all three. I made one of them. All right. Um, so we're all cheering for uh, the Warriors. Who's going to win? I think that Warriors. No, I think the Warriors will win in seven. I like Boston in seven, but I'm cheering for the Warriors. I don't really I don't care. Play. I'm not picking one. Um, I would love to see a seven-game NBA final series where, like, yep. every, everyone's talking about this, and it and it's kind of a problem that anytime a team wins, seemingly this year, it's a blowout. Like, yeah, uh, I don't want that. Yeah, I want to see like 108, 106, you know, uh, roughly like two point scoring differential for the entire series. And I think it'll be the whole season, all of the rest of the playoffs will be forgotten. But that's also a problem for the NBA in that, like, should it be that chalky? You know, does it need to be? Uh, Mm -hmm. Other than Miami getting ousted, which was kind of a. Probably that was an sweet because I'm still not, Jimmy Butler love hate relationship. Glad he's gone. Well, no, I just hey. mean like an outlier as a one seed of like they were probably punching above their weight, but most yeah. of the time it's it's the top seeds that that make the finals and everything else seems kind of pointless. And I wish it wasn't that way. What it's is not there this year. about Jimmy Butler who was just destructive to our franchise and our own players? I just. His interviews are are like so captivating, and his play is fun. And but it is like it, it, it's interesting to see him g- blow up for thirty five points and all this, and he misses the game winning shot, and they lose. And Bill's it's like, good. is he good enough or not? Maybe he's not. not fucking good enough, dude. No, he's not. Maybe Chris Paul isn't good enough. Like these people that are known to be like these big team carriers, but if they don't carry the team, maybe they're not good enough. And they don't deserve the title. So. All right, well, um, let's go on to something even more popular, the NHL. We'll talk about the NHL's <laughs> final four quickly. Uh, we're going to keep it quick, but we do need they do deserve us to chat about them quickly. The Rangers uh, play one of their big rivals all time, the Lightning, who is just <laughs> so happy to be the NHL's uh-huh. most best franchise 
which sucks for them because no one in Florida cares about hockey. How is Lightning. it that Tampa Bay, it well, okay, has three electric franchises in the Tampa Bay Rays in the fucking Tropicana Dome, <laughs> which seats like 12,000 people and barely gets 4,000 people per game, somehow wins 95 games every season. Yeah. Uh, the Lightning, who... I don't know who in Florida, in Tampa, is going to hockey games, but apparently enough people are going so that they're churning out Stanley Cup fucking winners and Norris Trophy winners. I mean, there's a lot of old people there that maybe go to these games, but they're it's they're cheering for their second favorite team in fucking Tampa. Their favorite team no is the way. Wild, or Dude. is like you know like Boston or whatever, and they go down there and they're like, well, I'd also cheer for them. I live here now. The retired- and they're 85 years old. The retirees are in Orlando. They're not in fucking Tampa. They're in Naples. Oh, they're everywhere. They're in no. Okay, fine, but they're not going to fucking Tampa. And then they got the Buccaneers, and they win a Super Bowl. It's annoying. Why can't we do that? I don't, what the fuck? Nothing. What the Even fuck? Nothing. nothing. It's terrible. Um. So in this series, Rangers Lightning, we're cheering for the Rangers, right? We can't cheer for Florida to win a cup. It's got to be the Rangers. Not another here. one. Yeah. Not their third in a row or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. Jesus Christ. Okay, and th- so that's the main it's one. Florida. Means- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The other side, you have the Edmonton Oilers with the two best players in the league and nobody else. So you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, who are, I think it's Leon. But yeah, they are the two best players in the league. They've led the league in points for years on end. They play with nobody else and they're super exciting. The fans of Canada deserve a title. Canada hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 1993. Everyone should be cheering for Canada every year to win a cup. And there's three teams? Four? There's, there is the... Calgary Flames. Flames. Oilers. Yep. Canucks. Jets. Jets. And Canadian. And Leafs. And Leafs. And the Leafs. Yeah. And the, Senators. and the Senators. Seven teams. That is fucking, like, actually statistically crazy. And it does yeah. make me realize that we truly are Canada South. We are. So if you add Minnesota to that mix, um, it's still been since yeah. 1993. <laughs> and Canada Light have not won a title, which is in- embarrassing that Florida, Carolina, Dallas, all these shit places that don't even care about hockey have all went. LA, like, LA multiple times. Yeah. Insane. So... Uh, they're playing against the Avs, who look like an absolute juggernaut of a team. Like, who's the most deserving team? The Avalanche. They've well, just absolutely massacred know. everybody. No, they kind of shit the bed against St. Louis like, a few times. But I, yeah, I understand. They, they, they're the most talented team that let their guard down a little bit against St. Louis. But did they win it in six six games? Yes, but they were losing significantly in multiple games that got come back on. But anyway, moving forward. They had like 15 more points than anybody else did this year. They're a machine. Either way, it'll be a fun series. If they have the Darcy Jay Kemper plays. in that, just as an FYI. Just, mm. If one of them plays against the Rangers, it will be a fun series. If Darcy Kemper in that. I don't trust him. I wouldn't trust Darcy Kemper in that with the greatest defense in NHL history. Well, we all mm. trusted Flower, and he was absolutely terrible in the playoffs. Who? Yeah, Flurry, Mark Andre Flurry, the flower. Oh, the wild flower. flower. All right, yeah. I think All we right, cursed uh, him with that stupid ass nickname. To be honest, we did. We really did. It's well, the gayest nickname I've ever heard. 
Oh. In it. In like a good way, though. In a good way. Yeah. All right. Soccer talk, guys. Liverpool versus Real Madrid in the Champions League final. And it was an absolute disaster. They couldn't get the people into the stadium. (laughs) Oh, God. They sat outside forever. Bunch of people got pepper sprayed. This was a complete train wreck for UEFA and for the stadium there in France. This was such a problem. The Liverpool fans deserved better. Um, yep. Some of them sat in a bottleneck for three hours. Many of them could never really get into the game. It was a just a joke that this happened in 2022. Um, I mean, they delayed it a half an hour, but it really should have been delayed two hours to figure it the fuck out. So, anecdotally, I have a friend that lives in England and was going to the Chelsea-Lille-France uh, Champions League match at Lille. Um, and I think it's a train ride, you know, from London, whatever. And they were, uh, it was a, it was like a, it was a decent sized amount of Chelsea supporters, but they all met at a, at a specific bar at a specific location. Everyone was sitting outside, just relaxing. Uh, my friend is very objective when Chelsea fans are unruly and, deserving he's like all of a sudden we were all just like literally sitting there and tear gas canisters came flying at us and but people were like singing you know they were singing chelsea songs but not like doing anything they weren't like throwing beer bottles or anything and all of a sudden it was just like the french police were like fuck you you're from england get the fuck out of here and i think the same thing happened to the liverpool supporters and that the mm. French police just decided, uh, we don't like you, katung, katung, yeah. katung, you know, and then all of a sudden there's, you know, tear gas and we're delaying the match. So, yeah, not great. So the match ends up one nothing for uh, Real Madrid. A one nothing game, which sounds boring, but there was actually a lot of chances. Both goalies were really good, especially Thibaut Courtois um, for Real yeah. Madrid. Some people thought it was one of the best goal defending performances that they have seen at least in a Champions League final. Uh, Vinicius Jr., uh, the big young stud, I think he's only 21 years old, from Brazil, plays for Real Madrid, scored the only goal. He's been kind of one of the rising stars in the world of soccer. Uh, Liverpool had their chances, but just couldn't put one away. Um, It was kind of cool to see Karim Benzema get uh, Champions League kind of on his own. He's been maybe like... He's, he's like in the conversation with Ronaldo and Messi, I think, over the past five years as the best player in the world, where they've kind of went on their reputation a bit, and he mm-hmm. just keeps on doing it. He's probably the most underrated player in the world, and he's been the best striker of the last decade, and he wins a Champions League on his own after yeah. winning numerous with Ronaldo. The so. name that I didn't know like very well, I'd heard it a couple times, and now it's like you need to start knowing it. Like he's if you're going to even follow soccer at all internationally, this year he will win it. He now. should, yeah, he should. And anytime yep. you can come back after like blackmailing your teammates, your your French <laughs> national teammates, and win like some of the most, you got to go for it. So he reminds been- me of like the Brandon Brandon Ingram thing or whatever in L.A. where he like told on one of the players for cheating on his his spouse. No, that was not Brandon Ingram. That was D'Angelo Russell. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, no, no, it's D'Lo. He's cool, though. He's cool. That's fine. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that sucked. I mean, obviously, like it was. It's fun to be in it. Like, I'm not mad that we lost. I'm okay. We're a great team. Liverpool's uh, always competing at the highest level. I would like to see them close up a couple of these. You know, obviously, if we're playing Chelsea, it's no problem. We're going to win. But if it's like anybody else, we're having trouble. Only if so. you go to only if you go to penalties. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to penalties for that. Even yeah, not a lot of scoring on uh, the biggest gr- biggest stages. So maybe they can yeah, figure I mean, that out. For having like eight attackers in your side, you'd think you could score a goal, but. I guess not. You, it's probably you, a, you honestly task. would think so. Um, I thought Mane was going to come in, you know, and like, hey, this is my swan song for Liverpool as I move on. And uh, that didn't work out. He missed. He kind of sailed a couple shots. Turns out he I don't was know. Meant, meant good. I enjoyed out. it. It's yeah, it's it's too bad that we, you know, Real Madrid beat us twice in the Champions League in five years. Um well, and, uh, but at yeah, least you guys bad, but, threw you know, yourselves a Champions League. We've been losing. in three years, three of the last six years, so that's fucking awesome. Well, and and you guys threw yourselves for the first time a Champions League losing parade. So what the was, fuck was that? That was why nice. were they having a parade? Uh, circle jerk themselves. Yeah, that was so know. weird. I was like, what are these images from? Is this from like no? They a threw themselves a parade, and everyone was like, that's because the fans wanted it. Like, uh. For what? Losing? Is that where... Yeah, there's a picture of Mane, like, just straight pouting, and I'm like, yeah, I get it, dude. I wouldn't be that fucking thrilled either. I mean, yeah, we won the FA, and I don't know. Maybe they're celebrating that? One other thing I want to point out. One other thing I want to point out about the Champions League final, it has nothing to do with the game, is that they tried to put on a Super Bowl-ish halftime show with, like, music, uh, and I I forget who the artist was. Everybody fucking hated it. Like hated it to the degree that the music was so bad that both of the teams, uh, supporter sections, started singing their team songs over the person that was performing because they didn't want to hear what she was doing. Like they just wanted to Was that like, the Camilla Cabello? Yes, but she was yeah, doing But I thought she opened it. Okay. That maybe, was before maybe it was the opening. But they, they also, hated it. But they also tried to do something oh. at halftime. And so like the supporters are like, uh, no, we're not having this. This is not the Super Bowl. This is not American mm-hmm. sports. Fuck you. We're fucking singing over this shit. And I hope they don't do it again. It's the one It's the one pristine area of sports that we don't have that sort of bullshit commercialization. And I hope they leave it alone. I really yeah. do. Eric, you have to agree with us on this. Um, I think that they should just let the European people stick to their normal nothing happening at halftime. <laughs> well, because, a lot of commercials for us, yeah. Well, because everyone goes out into the concourse and chugs three beers in like fifteen minutes, and then shuffles their way back out because you can't bring beverages back out onto. And the, then probably pees their pants because nobody even leaves their seats, no matter what. It's forty-five minutes. Yeah. If you can't hold your your wad for forty-five minutes, come on. I can't. Well, but you're you. If you were a match-going savant. You'd have it. Might be, you'd have it dialed yeah. in. You'd know exactly. Yeah, you're probably what, right. Yeah, you'd figure it out. Yeah, you'd have like a bag to pee in or something. Yeah, exactly. Throw up the op- opponent fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, finally, in the Premier League this year, we missed this last week, but in the Premier League, it looked like Liverpool might pull it out before City scored three goals in the last few minutes of the season to secure Crazy. the title for themselves. You guys want to hear a crazy stat? 
Sure. So everybody talks about how the other leagues are all trash because um, the same teams win every year and they dominate. Juventus and PSG and Bayern Munich and Real Madrid and Barcelona. And these teams just dominate. In the last five years, no team in the major five leagues of Europe has gotten more points. So from having the most wins in their league than City. Yeah. They have been the most dominant team in the world, which is hilarious yep. because they have never won the Champions League. They continue to blow it every year. I know, which I think is so funny. I love it. It is really funny. Um, but, yes, they continue to just dominate the world of soccer without actually well, um, winning it. And God, are they good in the, the league. In their league, they are they are unstoppable. They but, just win every fucking game. It's this. crazy. We've or they talked, draw when it's tough. We've um, talked yeah. about this ad nauseum a bit, which is – we're for the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup, where like Liverpool, Chelsea, and obviously all the other, you know, teams that want to win it or at least get somewhere, play their starters. Where a city is like, fuck no, we're playing teenagers. Like we don't fucking care about the FA Cup. We don't care about the Carabao Cup, and they get eliminated. And then, and I'm going to say this with um, some sensitivity of like. They only win the league, right? But that's not what Pep is after. So he may celebrate winning the league like he won Champions League, but you haven't won that, motherfucker. So yeah. stop celebrating. Like, that's- so Here's a question. I want to just – I mean, maybe we're almost done here, but here's my question. Would you guys rather have City success or Liverpool success over the last five years? I'd rather have Chelsea Liverpool. success over the last ten. Okay, but that's not what I asked. Liverpool's. Uh, uh, Liver- you, Liverpool's too, yeah. Because you got one league win five years ago, and you got a Champions League, so you got both. Yeah, and they've been to three finals in the Champions League. I mean, they've, yeah. they've been probably well, the most and now, successful. And now an FA Cup and a Carabao Cup this yeah, season. Yeah, that's kind of and- cool. This was kind of cool. This year was actually kind of special in a couple other ways too. But and So, Ryan, do you agree? I even, mean, you would even rather though have you didn't capitalize on it but you had the you had the opportunity for the you know the quad to win uh fa carabao league and champions yeah. league in the same season which is unheard of and we'd never i mean like hear fucking just minutes away from either of those so yeah all right well that's cool that makes me feel good oh well then yeah, i would rather that have, you intended i would rather have i would rather have city's success then. <laughs> as a byproduct i apologize yeah all right guys well that's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Go back, check out our screencast. Lots of good stuff on there. We talk Obi-Wan. We talk Stranger Things. We watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We talked about all the different shows, news, trailers, everything. So go check that out. Otherwise, hopefully you guys had a great long holiday weekend. You're enjoying your short week of work. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us here at the Nordies Podcast.